0: Download the free anchor app and go to anchor FM to get started today. What is up, underdogs? What is up, IDP Army? What is up, fantasy football fanatics? I'm Jordan Reigns at Fifty Shades of Drunk. If you are on Twitter, the Cardi B of IDP, and I'm sitting across from the man, the
1: myth, the legend, Dave Kluge. How you doing, Dave? Doing good, man. I am tired i don't usually talk about my personal life but man i had to wake up at 3 45 in the morning to drive my wife from the airport and i have not closed my eyes since so uh ready to wrap up this show and and get to bed (laughs) yep yep hey i like it though you're
0: nice and tired you're worn out so i get you not necessarily at your very best the mustache looks great by the way um let's hit this intro and then we will talk a little bit about the news a little bit about the slate a little bit about the mustache maybe and uh we'll get this draft going let's go All right, if this is your first time with us, do us a huge favor, smash the subscribe button, smash the thumbs up button. Does a lot for the channel. If you're listening to the podcast, which you really should, because obviously you should, uh, we have that as well. The link is in the description if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, If you're listening on the IDP Army podcast feed, the link should be in the description there as well. So, Dave, first off, November, No Shave November, talk to us about the mustache.
1: Yeah, so this is something that I have done since 2012. Is when I started doing the Movember thing. Did it in my sales office when I was in Chicago, and we'd have like a hundred guys in this office grow out a mustache, and then we, you know, rent out a bar, have a big party, and you know, raise some funds for men's mental health, men's health, prostate cancer, testicular cancer. You know, everything the Movember stands for and then uh the last couple of years i haven't been working in an office anymore but i was still doing it but just you know working from home with a mustache by myself it didn't really have the same effect so this year i said hey you know i'm going to reach out to all of these people in the fantasy football community on twitter see if we can get a group together and and right now we've got over 40 guys that have signed up for this already that are growing out their mustaches uh keith cummings over on cbs is actually going to be rocking it so if you're ever watching cbs um, you know, check that out. And then at the very end of the month, we're going to be doing a potathon fundraiser where uh, me and the fantasy Sven, we will be going uh, for four hours straight, just bringing in guests, you know, nonstop, just trying to raise some money and bring some uh, awareness to November and men's mental health.
0: Awesome. That's a great thing. Um, I did participate when I was in college. No Shave November, November. I honestly, I started shaving the other day, just kind of out of habit. And I was literally had just taken a swipe. I I usually do the sides first and then I do the mustache last. I just take a swipe out of my mustache when I thought about and I was like, oh, no. And so I'm out this year, unfortunately, it's too late. But next year I will definitely be more proactive. More aware, but uh definitely something I'm glad that you and the guys are doing bringing uh bringing light to advocacy and to those types of things that usually stuff
1: usually, what I do is start you know completely fresh, but you know since I'm on camera, I didn't know if it would have the same effect, so I gave myself like a one week head start. But I'm getting a little nervous because we're, you know, less than two weeks in and this thing's already getting bushy. I, I have no idea what it's going to look like by the end of the month.
0: That's a moss, that's already a monster stash, dude. So I can't even imagine when I do let mine grow out. It does. It actually does look kind of gnarly. So maybe next year I'll be in on that. But um, hey, we'd love to have you. I'll be there. I'll be there. All right. So we do have a little bit of news to talk about before we get into the draft. Obviously, we're doing a draft today. Usually, if you guys have listened to the show, watch the show, we go head to head, just me and Dave. But this week, we brought in some other guys. So we're going to do a six man draft on underdog. Um, with these guys winner takes all in the pot well i don't think it's all the pot. i think first and second place get to pay out but um it's gonna be you know if you're not playing underdog i, I mean they don't they, i don't actually work for underdog i don't know why because all i do is talk about underdog constantly but it is literally like the best fantasy platform for daily fantasy in my opinion and it's just gonna i think it's gonna change the way that daily fantasy is kind of played um and it's really kind of shaping kind of changing the way that i've approached my uh my fantasy content and you guys know that because i have been very sold on what I do, which is mainly IDP. That's my niche. But as I'm growing and expanding more, you know, underdogs kind of giving me a platform or an outlet to really, you know, delve into offensive fantasy, which I do obviously play. That's what, every, what everyone plays, uh, you know, offensive fantasy. I'm the weirdo who plays IDP too. So, um, but underdog offers a great place for that. Um, one of the top players on the slate every single week, Dalvin cook. We saw some information come out today. He is in a civil lawsuit with his Ex fiance, ex girlfriend. Um, they, it's, he said, she said, kind of thing right now, but it's not looking good for Dalvin Cook. Um, there was a there's a good thread on Twitter by Drew Davenport. Okay, go check that out. Ff legal advice, maybe is that what it is? If somebody in the comments in the stream knows what it is exactly, do us a favor and drop it in there. But um, really good it's thread at, on kind of at
1: Drew FBG Auctions.
0: Okay, there you go. Really good thread. He looked he takes a look at the situation from a from a, a lawyer's perspective. He's a defense attorney. Correct. Mm-hmm. And do yep. a fantasy football perspective because he plays fancy football. And he loves fancy football. So it's a good thread. Check it out. Um, if you got that Twitter blue, you can hit that uh, that thread button and it turns it into a real nice long thing. Now, Twitter should hire me, too. I'm a huge Twitter guy. So uh, hit that Twitter blue. Uh, that's how I read it. It was pretty nice. Um, but what are your thoughts, Dave, um on Dalvin Cook? It see- you know, based on what you read in his thread.
1: Man, I mean, like you said, there it it is. He said, She said right now. So I'm not trying to speculate at all. Um, you know, as a fantasy football guy, all I'm gonna say is go out there and make sure that uh, you know, Alexander Madison and Kenny Wangu are not on the waiver wire. They should be on your rosters because this looks like it could uh, you know, turn to the point where Dalvin Cook might be missing some time.
0: Yeah. Unfortunate. Um, based on his, you know, he gets a great matchup this week in the immediate future. I, I you know so he essentially said TLDR that the NFL generally waits for the legal system to make the first move. And we all if you've ever been a part of the American legal system, the Deshaun Watson, me, that, that's you exactly know, that with Deshaun Watson this year. sluggishly. So he's probably going to finish out this year. But like Dave said, I would definitely be uh, getting thing, Get your house in order if you're headed towards the playoffs, okay? Get your house in order. It's that time of the year where legends are made and losers get stunted on for the next nine months. So don't be an idiot, okay? Um, and he's one of the top guys on this slate. He's currently the running back three on the slate this week. He gets the L.A. Chargers. Honestly, I'm surprised he's not a little bit higher than that considering how bad their run defense is. The two players ahead of him. Najee Harris versus Detroit and then Jonathan Taylor versus Jacksonville really kind of I had a buddy actually just saw a buddy on Sunday night and I was sitting across the couch from him and we were talking he's one of my old my oldest fantasy football buddies I don't even play with him anymore but he looked over at me and grinned and he said I got a he said I got a preseason bet down on Jonathan Taylor for rushing leader and I was just like oh so that Derrick Henry news don't hurt you like that huh he's (laughs) like I mean I have Derrick Henry he's like but I got money on Jonathan Taylor. I was like, all right, I respect it. I respect it. But JT looks like that guy. Um, what are your thoughts on this huge game this last week? And on the minimal touches and just it just seems like a perfect storm right now for Jonathan Taylor. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I mean, he is just doing everything. He's catching passes. He's getting the uh, red zone work that's so beneficial for fantasy football running back. And then he's also got that home run ability. You know, when you look at guys like, um, you know, Derrick Henry, that's what he brought to the table. And that's exactly what Jonathan Taylor is doing now. He can literally score from anywhere on the field. It doesn't matter if they're backed up on their own end zone. He can take the ball between the tackles and rip off a 99-yard touchdown. So when you've got that type of explosiveness, and then he's also getting all of the valuable touches on the team, save, you know, four to six targets a week for Naheem Hines. Uh, I mean, you, you got to put him as your RB1 for the rest of the season. I, I, I At this point, you know, I'd, I'd prefer him for the rest of the season over Christian McCaffrey.
0: No, and I think that's a very uh, – I, I, I think that's a good take. I mean, he, the, the offense is better. Shout out to Carson Wentz for being mediocre, which apparently is good nowadays. But shut up, up, man. He has been balling. Get out of here.
1: Balling, eh? Balling,
0: Carson Wentz. Is that what we call him around around the Kroogie household?
1: All right, we're going to pretend like this man wasn't an MVP candidate two years ago. Everybody forgot how good he was. I I get it. He had a bad situation, but I think it was pretty mental. You know, I think that's kind of what he was dealing with last year more than anything else. I think he just felt Jalen Hurts breathing on the back of his neck, you know, started to get the yips a little bit. But he is back with Frank Reich. And I mean, my man, I, I said it on the show earlier today. I've got him locked in as my comeback player of the year. I actually put 50 bucks on it yesterday.
0: Oh. No, it's gonna yes. be Dak or Burrow. Don't don't waste your money like that, Dave. No. Come on, come on, Dave. Hey, all, right, all right, all right. We'll I, save I that money. conversation for another day. I'm a huge Carson Wentz hater, but that's just me. Um, what can I say? All right, I guess it's it's time to jump into this draft, huh?
1: It's time, yeah. This is our first right. time doing something besides a one on one head to head, so I'm excited to see how this shakes out a little bit differently with uh with six people in here today.
0: Yeah, yeah. Bear with me for just a moment if you are on the obviously watching the feed. I'm jumping into the draft right now and I should get the page opened up and all that. Share the screen. Make sure you're playing on Underdog. I don't, I mean, I don't know how many other ways to say it. Go sign up. There's a code in the, uh, there's a a link in the description. You can get a hundred bucks right now on Underdog. um, If you, you know, deposit match bonus, that's basically as good as it gets in the fantasy football world all right bingo bango bongo let's share this screen boom all right let's do this i got this real cool thing all right so who's got the number one pick the fartballs. <laughs> oh my gosh who are these people
1: <laughs> you know we got a couple of randoms off twitter um actually i will say the Fartballs is one of my best friends from my home league um i sent him this league and, and the link and, and he hops that's right one. in that's It's my boy, Ben. You can find him on Twitter at Meatball Takes. I love it. That's great. Great Um, usernames.
0: uh, It is really fun to look at the usernames on some of these drafts. Some of the drafts you get in with guys, too. Looks like we got Jay Bell in here. Y'all know who Jeff is. We love Jeff on the show. Shout out James
1: Crease, FF Chef. That's my boy. Uh, You might know him from your days over at Dynasty Nerds.
0: Oh, the good old Dynasty Nerd days. I can't believe I'm already gone. Shout out, Chef.
1: Shout All out, right. Jeff.
0: Two seconds for the draft starts. Where am I at? Of course I'm here. Oh, no, we're end. we're live, man. Fartballs is on the clock. Oh, mine probably having a little tiny lag, so I'm probably gonna get screwed again. Went
1: Najee number one, Jonathan Taylor number two. Now we got Chef on the clock at number three. He's got to be eyeballing Dalvin Cook or Austin Eckler here. Um does he though? I mean, there there's a lot of reason to avoid Dalvin Cook. I mean, I'm not going to oh, pretend there isn't.
0: Dave, give me Dalvin.
1: And there, there's Dalvin right there. So now I'm torn between. You're going to get Eckler CMC. And...
0: Don't even proclaim play.
1: Yeah, of course I am. I mean, he had a down week, but he's still CMC, right? There you go.
0: All right. So, so far, straight running backs, straight running backs. All right. It's on me to buy off the board. Do I want to buck the trend. Honestly, I do. I talked to Dave before we were on air about a little strategy I might try to employ, and I think I'm going to go for it. Um, is Aaron Rodgers playing this week?
1: Uh, We're not going to know until Saturday. Oh, dear.
0: All right. Screw it. I'm in. Um, and I'm going to take A.J. Brown as my wide receiver, too. I'm going to go back-to-back wide receivers because I am going to – I don't want to say what I'm going to try to do because these guys are probably watching – probably gonna try to get me
1: this is tough man we got no waller no kittle or kelsey on this slate so it leaves tight ends pretty decrepit um i don't know why i keep going back to the well here with stefan diggs he keeps letting me down but dude Stephon diggs he's got to figure it out eventually right yeah i mean that we keep saying that i mean
0: it's been tough i haven't been a couple of season longs and it's like i've stopped putting him in my wide receiver one spot let's put it that way <laughs> So i, I saw a
1: mind-blowing stat today uh, Troy King actually pointed this out to me while we were just on our last show. Emmanuel Sanders has outsnapped Stefan Diggs for four straight weeks. Oh. How do you even explain that? Like, how? Why is Emmanuel Sanders getting more snaps than Stefan Diggs? I don't know, man. I don't know. But it, but, but, Dave,
0: you know, raw snaps those don't mean anything these days. It's all about the usage, Dave.
1: Yes, that that is true. I'm trolling. Shout out to Wayne. Dwayne is actually coming on my show tomorrow, and we'll be talking Dwayne. a lot about usage. Yeah, he's a great guy. The utilization report,
0: guys, That, mean that utiliza- that's what it's called, right? Yes, sir. That thing's dope. Actually, when I first started doing fantasy football, I was on a podcast network with he and Drake. We were on the full-time fantasy podcast network together, so I rem- nice. I've, been, I've, been, I've known him for a while. All right, so it looks like we got some more wide receivers starting to go here. Deontay Johnson goes very high, kind of shockingly high, but the targets are there, the volume's there. I understand it. Ezekiel Elliott after him, Cordell Patterson. Um, you know, there are other running backs on the board that I would have preferred, but I'm fine with that. Mike Evans, I think, in the third round of any underdog draft this, this week is going to be great. I know, I don't know if you saw the Chris Godwin news today. Mm-hmm. Popped up with a little bit of a, an ankle issue, maybe. Um, Mike Evans has been a beast. He's always been. I don't know why I always find myself having to come to bat for Mike Evans, one of the greatest wide receivers ever, but in the third round of this draft, money.
1: Oh, man, and this is exactly what I was hoping when I took Stefan Diggs. I was hoping that Josh Allen was going to drop to me in the third round, so I got that Buffalo stack, and I'm feeling pretty good about that.
0: Oh, yeah, they did you I got good the Josh couple, Allen yeah. Diggs
1: stack and Christian McCaffrey. Cannot be mad about that.
0: All right, I'm on the clock. And do I want to load up on that third wide receiver? I do. I'm going to take DK Metcalf here. I'm going to go triple wide receiver, and I'm going to finish this out. I know Alvin Kamara's on the board, and that's probably where most people would go. Um, And even as I'm saying it, trying to say I'm going to do something else, no. Oh, my gosh. My plan was always to take James Conner, but Alvin Kamara at this point in the draft, I'm taking it's him. It's
1: tough to say no, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I, my, my plan originally was just to punt running back, and, but I didn't expect Kamara to be here. What's going on?
1: Do y'all know something I don't know? Uh, um, I mean, Trevor Simeon is starting. I, I think that that's pretty much the only knock there. Um, I'm I'm thrilled to get this guy in round four, Justin Jefferson. Not sure why uh. he slid so far, but happy happy about that one.
0: Terry's still on the board, too. Amari Cooper's still on the board, too. There's a lot of value this week um, in these six-man drafts. And six-man drafts on Underdog are the tournament style, too. So this is the exact format you would do if you go into any of their weekly tournaments, guys, if you click on the link below. Um, They're 5 bucks to jump in. First place, I think it's like, what is it, $10,000 or something like that? $5,000? I don't know. It's good money just to sit around and draft while you're watching Netflix. Okay, Dak goes off the board. Brave soul, Jeff Bell taking Dak.
1: There goes Brady. Now, here's that QB run. Everyone was waiting on him. I probably Brady's could have held packed. off a little bit on Josh Allen, but I really, really wanted Josh Allen, who is not only my QB one this week, but I got him stacked up with Diggs. I love it. I love it. All right. He got the Brady
0: Mike Evans stack. I really like that uh, for his team. Um, the Najee and Cordell Patterson. He's got a very safe floor at running back. I assume he's gonna take a wide receiver. And if I was him, I would take oh, I thought Terry McLaurin was still maybe variable. You think he might look for Amari Cooper here? Ooh, Chris Godwin. Wow, Scary. he's got he's
1: got yeah, look at that. So he's got Brady, Godwin, and Evans on that team.
0: I don't hate it. I honestly don't hate it. I call them super stacks when you just take basically the yeah. whole team. And they work out sometimes. All right, we got Michael Pittman went next. If you're listening to the podcast version, we are on pick 27. FF Chef is on the clock. Some of the players available. He Ooh. takes Justin
1: Herbert. Interesting pick. And this is exactly what I wanted. You know, I was going to take a wide receiver here, unless this guy dropped, and this guy dropped. So uh, DeAndre Swift, happy with that in the fifth round. Ooh, in the fifth round. I love that for you. And has one bad week, and everybody just forgets that this guy's a top five running back.
0: To uh, quote our mutual friend, Steffi Smalls, I love that journey for you. <laughs> it's a great journey for you.
1: I know Ooh. we're just going to be smashing tight ends in round six, huh? Because I think so far, Pitts is the yeah. only one to go off the board, right? Uh, I don't think he's the only. Is he the only one? I think Pitts was the only one that got drafted so far. Yeah, so far. All
0: right, I'm looking at Hawkinson here. I'm not even going to lie to you, but I guess I'm doubled up, so I get to whoever I want. Yeah. I really don't want Kyler. It seems like he's trending towards like n- not really being a-, a good thing. I'm gonna go Kirk Cousins. Um, uh, actually, no, I'm not. Yes, I am. I do. I was gonna think about stacking Tannehill with AJ Br- AJ Brown, but a little worried about that that oh. uh, New Orleans secondary. And that brings me to tight end, where I will take TJ Hawkinson because 11 9 11 targets the guys had 30 yeah. targets the last 3 weeks that's obscene for a tight end and it would be obscene not to take him there
1: I really want to take Dawson Knox here but um he's been uh he returned to practice but he hasn't been officially activated off of IR yet he's still sitting in that 21 day window where they're going to evaluate him so it makes me a little bit nervous and Jake here just took the one guy that I wanted uh Pat Fryermuth. so and I'm I'm torn I'm not really too crazy about any of these tight ends here um just seems like a little bit of a crapshoot all around, but, uh, you know, I'm I'm thinking about it, but you know what? Give me Ertz. Ertz has been a pretty integral part of this offense so far. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, you know, he might be back this week, but he's been banged up this entire season and Ertz ever since he showed up into Arizona has been seeing consistent work. So, um, yeah, don't love it, but you know, could be worse.
0: Hey, yeah. A tight end. I mean, he's getting targets. He's running routes. I mean, that's all you can ask for.
1: I'm kind of kicking myself for not taking Hawkinson over Swift, though. I think uh, Hawkinson and Pitts are really the two big advantages on that's... this slate.
0: And that's another thing, I think, with Underdog, that as I've done it more and anyone who's watching that's new to the platform. Um, oh, the draft looks like it's over. Let me see if I can pull up the the draft board here. To kind of give you guys an idea of what I'm talking
1: about. I think if you click view full draft on the right side. Oh,
0: yeah, there it is. The the green button that says
1: view full oh, maybe, draft. Maybe that <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. It should oh, be there. Right. Yeah. And then you okay. click the grid. Yep.
0: So let's look at this board real quick here before we kind of break down our team. So you took DeAndre Swift at 28. If you would have, and I this is not, you know, I'm not like putting you on black, but if you look at the two guys after you, we are full with our with our positional spots. So you're absolutely mm-hmm. 100% right. DeAndre Swift was 100% going to come back to you if you wanted that. Yeah. Um, and that's something that i found myself catching more and more as I'm playing underdog is paying attention to the board because, mm-hmm. you know, you, you want to try to get your tight ends You want to kind of finagle your quarterbacks and knowing who has already taken them or has not taken a certain position, uh, can really be, let you find and harvest that true value you're looking for in those rounds four and five and six. Um, yep. and, and you're I'm making... kicking myself
1: for that because as soon as I made the pick, I had that realization and, yeah. uh, no, I'm and then, you, you said something,
0: as, yeah. And you said something about the quarterback run as well. You know, And I thought that was interesting. I was like, yeah, you can kind of tell who's going to be taking quarterbacks and who's not just kind of based on who already has. And with the six man draft, you want every edge you can get, you know, because everybody's team is going to be stacked. It's going to be every little tiny edge you can find, uh, 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 definitely try to exploit. So let's quickly talk about our teams and then we'll take a look at our homies teams too. So let me see if I can get that to pull up. On the big thing,, hmm. maybe I don't know how to do that. I'm having issues. I'm sorry, why
1: don't you go ahead and just read us off your team? Yeah, so I got uh in the first round with pick number four, I got Christian McCaffrey, which is just kind of bonkers that he's dropping there. I mean this guy was just the smash one oh one every single time he's been healthy for the last two years. And then he comes off one game where he's limited with an injury, and Chuba Hubbard's getting touches, and Amir Abdullah's getting some touches. And and I don't think he was 100% last week, but there's no reason to expect that he doesn't bounce back this week. So to get him at four, I'm thrilled with that. Next two picks, I went and got the Buffalo stack with Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs, who uh they, they won it big for me a couple of weeks ago. And you and I had that that shootout where we were both putting up mad points, and Josh Allen was the wide receiver one. Stefan Diggs uh, finished as a wide receiver one that week as well so uh pretty happy with that stack Justin Jefferson was just a value pick he dropped me at 21 and then uh you know we already discussed it a little bit but kicking myself for taking DeAndre Swift at 28 instead of a tight end but took DeAndre Swift there and then wrapped around with Zach Ertz as my last pick
0: nice nice yeah I mean again it's one of those things where the more drafts you do you kind of catch on to these things a little bit sharper like last week I remember when I really noticed it last week was when someone got Patrick Mahomes in like the fifth round and I was like why did he fall that far and it was because the guys who drafted Kelsey and Tyreek took other quarterbacks for whatever reason so nobody was going out of their way to go get him so he just kept going down 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 I was like okay like if you kind of watch what your teammates or your draft mates I guess would you call them are doing um, you can you can find little holes like that uh, from draft to draft all right let's break down my team Obviously, I went with Captain Kirk uh, against the Chargers. I think it's going to be a shootout between him and Herbert. There's definitely some sneaky upside here as far as an over-under total. I don't know what it is, but I'm sure it, it's going to be pushing up there. Um, Alvin Kamara, I don't generally like Alvin Kamara. We've talked about my human bias on this channel and on this show before. I, have, you know, He's not a player that I go out on my way to roster or play, but at the value I got him at at pick 19 really was not anticipating him being there after drafting guys like Devontae Adams. A.J. Brown, and D.K. Metcalf. So to get him there, I was originally going to take James Conner. I just took Alvin Kamara. So we'll see how it goes. Um, Another one of the cool features about Underdog is they have this thing called swap rankings. Any players that weren't drafted, essentially if a player is out, so as Alvin Kamara is questionable now, if he isn't out, if he ends up being out on Sunday, they'll sub in the next best player available that was not drafted. And if I put my own swap rankings in, which you can see here on the screen just a little to the left of the RB, Uh, right here. Um, I have the power to say, okay, if he's out, who it swaps in. So I'm going to make sure that I have, you know, a good player coming in for him, um, in that spot. But uh, TJ Hawkinson, like I said, I feel like that was kind of my real solid value here in a draft with you. And instead of just being head to head with five other guys or four other guys in here, four other teams, having a tight end that maybe uh, is going to be able to put up 10 targets, uh, accumulate 10 targets is going to be a big positional advantage, I think. Um, you know, especially on a slate where we are missing Andrews, we are missing Kelsey, we are missing some of those other guys. TJ Hawkinson is just going to be able to, I think, buoy me in a way that some of the other guys maybe uh, don't have the floor to do that. So um, any of our team, who's, who's t- let's let's check out Fartball's team. <laughs>
1: I mean, that's just called the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm surprised he didn't go for uh, Leonard Fournette too. But yeah. um, I mean, having that super stack uh, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and then Najee Harris, Cordell Patterson, and Noah Fant, I think that's a pretty nice looking team right there. Yeah. And I mean, again, especially in a
0: six man team, he's got a lot of upside. I'm not a huge fan of Noah fan. I don't really understand why
1: he's been so touted. But I mean, I
0: kind of understand. Have you seen his player
1: profiler page? Have you seen it? That man is 100th percentile in everything. That's
0: why we'll have to talk off camera because I have (laughs) strong feelings about player profiler as well. So (laughs) like I have strong feelings about everything. Yeah. All right, let's check out Jeff's team. Oh, Jeffy, what you got? Oh, man, Jeff team. Went spat. all in on Dallas, yeah. Dang. That's Back geek. with Atlanta, get right spot. He took up old Jonathan Taylor. He gets Jacksonville. That's wide open. It's Zeke versus Atlanta. That might be tough. Um, They do have a pretty good defensive tackle there, Grady Jarrett, and their linebackers aren't, aren't, aren't too shabby either. I think Deion Jones has five, six, seven, eight tackles for loss this year. Something that's pretty high, uh, considering he's an inside
1: linebacker. So you don't bet against Zeke. It doesn't matter who he's No, facing. you're he's 100% a right.
0: Pilot. You don't bet against Zeke. I I would never, I wouldn't say now, but I've got to throw my IDP guys a little bit of love out here, okay? Shout out Dion Jones. Shout out Four Olakun. Shout out Grady Pittman? Jarrett. Hey, shout Pittman? out A.J. actually
1: Say it again. I- I'm shocked that Pittman went at 26. I don't hate it. I'm just blown away that this man's finally getting the respect that he deserves.
0: Yeah, I'm, yeah, he he he's, I will say he's, he's looked very, very, very dominant the past couple of weeks. It's not just like catching wide open easy layups. It's not just kind he's, of He's you know, going full alpha. He's going full alpha. He's making he's make he's hitting people after the catch. He's catching the ball like with authority and stride. I mean, yeah,
1: there's a lot to like there. So I mean, he's 6-4, he's fast, he can jump high. What more do you want in a wide receiver besides that? You can't really ask for much more. So
0: all right. Well, that was that was a good show. That was a good uh draft. Curious to see how things pan out. I did manage to get the upper hand on you last week, right? That that did happen.
1: I, I think we put it back to 500. I could be wrong. Oh,
0: okay. You might have been one up on me. We'll have to we'll have to check the record books. So I wouldn't want this to get mixed up if I happened to be on top somehow. So, we'll definitely double check that. Um, I actually had a really good week on underdog last week. My best of the season. Nice. Congrats. Yeah. It was. It was actually a really. It was. At, yeah, some of the tournaments and stuff. It was. It was like a really good feeling. I had like multiple teams like in the money. I was like, oh my god! And it wasn't yeah. just like the barely in the money. It was like I, at one point I had one of my teams was like top thirteen, top fifteen. I was like, oh my god! But I think it ended up finishing like twenty five or something. Say, so, hey, still not bad. Yeah, good week, good week. So, um, you said you have Dwayne coming on. What all you got going on the next couple of days? Let the people know.
1: All right, well, I kind of teased it last week, and I guess I'll drop it now, but I got a new show coming out starting this week. It's going to air on Friday. It's called On Beat, and what I'm going to be doing every single week is meeting with a different NFL beat reporter uh, this week. just so happened that we've got a pretty juicy teams beat reporter coming on. I got Arif Hassan with the Vikings coming on, so I'll be recording that tomorrow, and we'll be recording Friday morning, Um, and then I've got a Chargers beat reporter coming on the week after that, so we're, we're already booked out quite a bit but uh hopefully we'll be able to um you know i'll I'll be able to get in there have a good conversation and pry out some useful information that can help you win your fantasy football league
0: yeah well it wouldn't be an underdog show if we didn't drop nick underhill's name in here somewhere so i'm sure he'll (laughs) be on the he'll be he'll make his way onto the show on beat nick if you happen to see this dave would love to have you on i'd love to hear you i hear about you a lot so i do follow him on twitter too he's always got the inside scoop with the saints there's always something going on with them saints so yep um Guys, gals, boys, girls, it's been fun. This actually was. I think this was a little, you know, nothing against what we've been doing. This is a little more fun than just going head to head, you know.
1: It is. Yeah, (laughs) it's a good time. And we'll be sure to give a a shout out to whoever wins this one.
0: Yeah, yeah. We're definitely, this is going to make Sunday a little more fun and be a little bit more than just us back and forth. We can maybe, uh, you know, chop it up with the fellas. Um, Whoop! So make sure you like, make sure you subscribe. Follow us on Instagram. I always say Instagram. I don't even use Instagram. It's because I hear everyone else saying it constantly. Follow on Twitter, at Fifty Shades The Drunk. Follow Dave, at Dave Kluge. And, yeah, we will be back next week. Maybe you can be one of the lucky folks to be in a draft with us. So just make sure you click the link below in the description. Sign up for Underdog. $100 first-time deposit match bonus. This has been our Week 10, you know, slate breakdown, ranking show,
1: draft, whatever you want to call it. This is The Underdogs. Any final words, Dave? No. Best of luck to everybody in the draft, and I will be sure to talk some smack Monday morning.
0: All right. Signing off, y'all.